I've eaten so many times way beyond my hunger cue. Right. <laughs> you know? Like I'm that's a very familiar feeling to me. Right. I don't I don't like it later. Right. But is there a way for me to because then I can't fall asleep. Right. I, I, I can't I can't fit into my clothes. I'm injuring myself more when running, yeah. like those kinds of things. Yeah, exactly. Um is it it sounds like what intuitive eating is is to know that you're gonna feel that way yeah. later and not eat like two extra value meals at McDonald's because you know that about yourself. Is that right? You're listening to Overcoming Runner's Block, a two gomers podcast about regular people chasing big goals, facing their excuses and barriers, and inviting a nation along for the run. This is Block 38. Diet culture. For September 16th, 2022. Welcome, everybody, to Overcoming Runner's Block. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, with my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, dude. Hey, man. What's going on? Heat wave. We got a heat wave in the West. That's the Still only interesting again, thing I can think. Oh our man, it's brutal. Down, man. Yeah, we had it. We had cool. I'm telling you, it seemed like our favorite season fall was approaching. Yep. Mm-hmm. We had a couple weeks where it was drizzly, bro, cloudy, monsoons. Oh, oh man, it was oh, yeah. awesome. And I was like, that's it. Summer's over. Mm-hmm. And then it's been in the 90s again this week. I mean, at least we're not like SoCal, California. I mean, I heard they were like 116 or something. It's just ridiculous. Oh, man. Heat wave in the West right now. Yeah, you can't have a pumpkin spice latte <laughs> at 116. <laughs> I mean, maybe iced. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. It's got to be iced. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're out, so I guess you have to have one, but um, right. yeah, I would I would I would suggest if you're in the West, do it iced. Yeah. We actually had our first pumpkin spice. Okay. And it was delicious. I mean, I I know pumpkin spice is one of those things that is you know, some people love it, some people hate it. What even Very is controversial. pumpkin spice? Like what? Exactly. It doesn't taste like pumpkin. The wait is pumpkin yeah. a fruit or a vegetable? Ooh, uh, is it? It's a fruit because it has seeds, right? I th- I think you're right. I mean, isn't zucchini a fruit? Squash is a fruit. Peppers are fruit. Come on, all this—that's I mean, crap. That's annoying to this, me. Those are vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> this is up. just not right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is worse than being well actually by somebody when you say zucchini is a vegetable. Well, actually, it does go good in a smoothie, though. It does. That's true. You're right. Um, but you're totally right. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin spice can be controversial. But it uh-huh. do- I mean, whether you love it or hate it, it's available now. And so people mm-hmm. are getting it. Yeah, we got it. Aaron got like the cold foam on top. Like You know, okay. it's like the sweetened pumpkin spice cold foam on top of a pumpkin spice whatever mm. it was good it was definitely I mean, good i know it's basic b but i do love psls <laughs> i know a psls rule i mean come on once a year uh and then you know we also do the pumpkin bars oh do sure the pumpkin bars with the cream cheese icing we fully embrace pumpkin around here totally okay so this this episode is yes. anti-diet culture episode, right? Oh, it's all about fully embracing. Yeah, so fully embrace <laughs> that pumpkin spice latte. I got it with whip because of this episode. <laughs> Mackenzie would be proud. So we're about to we're about to head over to the block. Um, Mackenzie, our guest, uh, and you'll hear the whole thing. It's a it's a journey for her, and it's been a journey for us talking a little bit about diet culture. Th- this block is more about kind of basic health rather than right. running, I would say. Um, yep. And I just want to invite listeners to 
to hear Mackenzie out, I mean, this was really, I mean, it was awesome to, to hear mm-hmm. a little bit more about diet culture. I think that was so helpful. We recorded this episode a couple weeks ago. Yep. Sometimes this happens. We record an app and then we record the intro much later. I've had a couple weeks to think on it. It really has changed the way I look at food, think about food mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in some really important ways. Um, you'll hear in this episode that, I don't know if it's both of us. Maybe it's me primarily. I'm just like, I don't get how this works for me practically. Yeah, no, we we wrestle on this episode. Oh, yeah. And yes. for sure, it, and it's great conversation. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's stuff that we're still wrestling with now, like how you yep. see food, how you see diet. Yes. Um, you know, why would this didn't come up in the episode, but like, why did I always order when, when I, I, I get a pumpkin spice latte once a year and a peppermint mocha once a year uh-huh. but i often get used to get the non-fat with whip and that makes no sense like if you're gonna go for it just go for it man we talk a lot about um the the i mean diet culture right like why right. we have been kind of why we do what we do and how some of those things make sense and some of those lots of those things don't make sense and so we're really excited to have you listener hear this episode i i think it's been really awesome for me to think differently about food about hunger about nutrition about dieting i think in a in more of a level-headed way and so Mm -hmm. uh yeah i think we should just head right into the block all right let's do it yeah, but look at my hair. It's turning gray. Oh, it's middle age, buddy. It happens. And with that body, you should be thankful you have hair. <laughs> look, if, if it bothers you, you can diet. And you should diet. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, how's it going over there? Can't wait to have this chat with the Mac. We've been emailing with her for years. Mm-hmm. But now we finally get to talk to her. It's so great. We're here for it. All right. Doctor Doctor Knutson was emailing Mackenzie. I don't know about that. Oh, oh yeah, we, that but make it's sense. the royal we. He, the he royal includes we. himself in the in the <laughs> yeah. Gomers the, on the Gomer team. Um, yes. Okay, here we are in the block. Special guest, Mackenzie. Now we have a long history with you, Mackenzie. And I would say it started with making fun of your name. Yes. <laughs> Like, it must have been, like, when we would have, like, pre-Patreon, when we would do, like, specials and people would give and we would promise to read their names. That's exactly right. Out loud? Yes. yes. Okay. I can't believe I remember That's that impressive. right. And when we saw your last name, which is spelled W-E-I-B-E, mm-hmm. of course, we pronounced it Viba. Of course. Viba. <laughs> Z Campen V. Viba from... Uh... Indiana Jones and partner to the Last Crusade. Right. The Americana, the Kempton v. Which is kind of, I mean, that that section doesn't date, I mean, it doesn't age very well because what it means is it's a Nazi making fun of Indiana Jones, right? Saying, haha, they, the Americans, they fight like women. The Americana, right. the Kempton v. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I guess it's, he's a Nazi, exactly. so I can be forgiven. Right. I, I'd say so. I never took offense. I was, I was always pretty awesome. Okay. <laughs> Great. So that was like part of Gomer lore for a long mm. time. Whenever you would comment or give or whatever, we would make sure to mention your name because we thought we were hilarious. <laughs> Viba. Viba. <laughs> yeah. But then, a, a, then you're part of the Gomer lore because you helped us make the 10th anniversary episodes possible. I loved Mm. doing that. That was just such a privilege. And I still listen back to those sometimes. And oh my gosh, your reactions Mm -hmm. were just priceless to those clips. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Fantastic. Because we we were trying to figure out how do we listen? How do we listen to these clips fresh? And so because those were it was three or four clip Mm -hmm. shows for the 10th anniversary yep. episodes. And so um, I can't even remember how it worked. We collected people's favorite clips and then we sent you the, it was so convoluted, but f- somehow you were able to listen to them, tell us when they were, and then we were able to 
find them by timestamp and listen to them yes. fresh on those episodes. Yeah, it was it was neat. I was actually off on maternity leave at the time. So I had this like three oh, okay. and four month old uh, and it was a great way to pass the time oh. is just listening back mm-hmm. and trying to collect these these stories or portions of the podcast that the audience was really um really wanted to hear again and hear your reactions to that were really special to them. So yeah. yeah. So it was it was really fun. And I think we just played one of those on the Code Brown episode. You haven't heard this okay. yet, Mackenzie. Ooh, I'm excited. Oh, but there's yeah. th- there's Code a Brown Code Brown episode. Tomorrow. Is it the one, the one yeah. on the bridge? Oh, boy. That was a good one. Oh boy. <laughs> yep. That was so good. Oh, boy. <laughs> so it's us, current day. Is this what? I haven't heard it for a long time. You edit it, Anthony. So mm-hmm. isn't it us, current day, listening to us on the 10th anniversary episodes, listening to the clip that you found oh us? Oh, my yes. gosh. Yes. So there are six, six gomers. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yep. Exactly. Yep. We make that joke. You <laughs> took it right out of I our mouths. <laughs> yeah. We put a trigger warning at the beginning of that episode. And also, so I, I don't know who's going to listen to it. Um, and then I think people may throw up laughing. It's so ridiculous. This episode, dude. <laughs> I was editing it the other day on a plane, dude, on wow. a plane from okay. Oregon. No, from Phoenix. And oh, dude, right. I was like, I looked super dumb, dude. <laughs> so I have garage band out. I've got my ginger ale, yeah. my pretzels. And then I'm like laughing my butt off, dude. Wow. At They'll us. throw up either Oops. because it's so disgusting or because it's funny. We'll see. That, that's kind of sure. what I meant. It's like, okay. yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Just can I tell you a quick story about something that happened to me on the plane? Mm. with laughing i was masked Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and i was on the plane and i was sitting next to this really sweet old lady and i was listening to a podcast a a comedy podcast and i was laughing and so i guess i was like going like (laughs) like that and she puts her hand on my shoulder and says it's gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay she thought i was crying (laughs) that's so sweet so I just said thank you. <laughs> that was that. But I, I don't know. Laughing on planes is weird, I guess. Yeah, I cry on planes too, dude. Have you ever oh, cried for sure. on a plane, Mac? Oh, yeah. Is it okay if we yes, call you Mac? Please do. Yes, I've cried on many a plane. Okay. I don't know. You just you're always oh. like you know coming home from visiting family, or there's always been some sort right. of really impactful experience, and yeah, there's there's always some tears on a plane. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, I, it could just have well have been me crying. So that's why I didn't correct this old lady. Because 10 minutes later, I could have been crying. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> um, all right. But then we're now we are speaking of present day. In the present day, Mac, you are back in our yes, lives. I'm back. You sent us an email. I want to see if I can find this email. I remember what it was called. Ooh. Uh, shoot. I had it just on the top of my email as well, Duder. Um, Uh-oh. why I see now because all this, culture we, we all, bad yeah, or like, dudes no, stop dieting, I think it I think? was, that yeah. was it. That's dudes, it. comma, stop dieting. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out if there was a, um, exclamation point. I can't remember. I've kind of gone away from exclamation points a bit. So, so maybe oh, really? not. Okay. Is there a reason for that? Um, I use them quite liberally for the past, I don't uh-huh. know, 10, 15 years. And, okay, and, yep. and sometimes I feel like I use them a bit too much. So, got yeah. it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, so you'll My be happy to know. Yeah. You'll be happy to know that it was a period. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Dudes, nice. comma. It was like, it's a full sentence. That's a complete sentence, it right? Is. Or it's a command, I guess. Yeah. Dudes, or an invitation. <laughs> it feels more like a <laughs> plea, a command. <laughs> yeah. Dudes, Dudes, stop dieting. Yep. You sent this yep. to us. Uh, at the beginning of the, well, December 28th. Yeah. I sent it in the middle of me listening to the fast food finale of 2021. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. And I re, I Um, re-listened to that the other day just to refresh. Yes, I did. Okay. Oh, wow. Got it. I did. Um, so the, the thrust of this email, Mm -hmm. I would say, (laughs) I think that's a pretty good verb for it, was... Um, that you have been with us for a long time following our journey Mm -hmm. and you have noticed in the past year or so, as you've been on your own journey, Mm -hmm. that a lot of it has, uh, 
revolved around our relationship to food. Yes. And in particular, different diets. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and then you say, what I want to recommend. So this is a recommendation. It is. What I want to recommend is to stop dieting. Um, and then an invitation, which was, I'm not sure you're open to talking about this, but here's some book recommendations. I read Intuitive Eating, the the Tribble book. Is that yeah. how you pronounce her name? Yeah. Um, in response to that. And then I just couldn't get the email out of my mind. Okay. And so I emailed you back with an invitation to come on the podcast and just talk to us about it. Yes. I'm, I'm wondering if you could maybe unpack a little bit more for us why... I mean, you don't know us. We, like I said, we have a very kind of, we have a relationship, but it was all on email and stuff like that. What, what, what did you feel like, why did you feel like you wanted to send us that email? Okay. So like you said, I had at that point been on my own anti-diet journey for just over a year. And I, I listened to that particular episode and there are a couple of things that really stood out. So the first thing, and so just, just to kind of recap, that episode was at the end of your fast food fast of 2021, right? Where you had mm-hmm, cut out mm-hmm. the big four fast food restaurants. And I got the impression that one of the reasons you cut them out was because you were kind of scared of maybe how much you ate at fast food or the lack of control mm-hmm. you felt around fast food. Um, and also that you wanted some sort of silver bullet, I think you said, to create a perfect mm. bod. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. That's I mean, who does this, right? Tron bod, exactly. Yep. And then, yep. Stephen, you asked a specific question, and this is when I paused the episode and wrote you that email. Okay. Um, you said, when will I be holistically healthy without having to cut stuff out? I can't just live the rest of my life on monthly challenges. And okay. so wow. that, so a while I don't often... I, I try not to give people advice or give people recommendations, especially not okay. like uninvited. But I, mm-hmm. I took that as a bit of an invitation just to slip this in. See, maybe you might think about looking at anti-diet stuff. Because I asked the question. Yes. Right? And so you felt like it, maybe I I mean I and I I'm trying I'm trying to think if it was rhetorical. <laughs> and maybe it was. Yeah, like you're asking the <laughs> asking the ether. Like Romeo, <laughs> when will I? When will one day? <laughs> or if it's like a why God moment, yeah, right? Like yeah. A, yeah. out of frustration. Yeah. But I mean, I I really can't fault you for saying okay. He asked, <laughs> and yep. so I'm gonna answer. And I I hope that's okay. And I hope you oh, didn't it, take it. It is okay. okay. No, oh, I and okay. and I think what I was saying to I think we. Because Anthony always taught, and I always talked before an episode. I was, I was just like, I mean, the the thing that I'm impressed by this whole process, even you coming back to us after we'd let it go for a while, <laughs> it always felt like it was out of uh, a response to what you sensed we were looking for. Yes, um, that it was, it didn't feel unsolicited. Okay, good. And also, it was really kind. You, the, the first thing you said in this email, dude, stop dieting, was first let me emphasize that I love you guys and your podcast, right? I, <laughs> so whenever I, that's the first sentence, I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, no. But. <laughs> yeah, there's the but. Yeah. But it, it was never, it was never like um, you guys are doing something. It never felt like it was, I don't know the word for it, like you were scolding us. Okay, it wasn't a rebuke. Good. It wasn't a rebuke. No, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm glad that that came um, across. So that should come, yeah, that should be good news to yes, you. Yes, for sure. Or else we probably wouldn't have had you on the podcast yep. if it felt like that. We've had rebukes. Okay. And there's no way we would have those people on the podcast. <laughs> okay, that makes me feel good. So it, uh, it, was, it was helpful, I think, the way you phrased it. And like you're saying, I asked the question and you were basically just responding. Right. Maybe this would help. Right. And I want to... I have a couple disclaimers, but my first disclaimer Mm -hmm. is after we've talked about this, if you are not interested at all or you're whatever, you think it's a bunch of hooey, like feel free to just do your own thing. Everybody's got Mm -hmm. their path. You just do whatever works. Mm -hmm. But this is just another option, I guess. Okay, cool. So (laughs) the, the invitation was to stop dieting. Yes. Yes, it was. The recommendation was to read this book about intuitive eating. Yes. Tribble, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Evelyn Tribble. Okay. Evelyn yeah. Tribble. 
Because, yep. I mean, that's that's nerdy in and of itself. Trouble with Tribbles, the best episode of Star Trek, <laughs> the original series. Right? Right. Yeah, I wonder if we will have some trouble with this Tribble. It's possible. Spock, I don't know too much about these little Tribbles yet, but there is one thing that I have discovered. What is that, Doctor? I like them better than I like you. The other thing that stood out to me in this initial email mm-hmm. was the way you signed off. Okay. Cheers, Mackenzie, in parentheses, a longtime listener... You remind us again that you like us, <laughs> who has gone through an anti-diet journey yeah. this past year and feels so much better for it. Yes. Mm. So I'm wondering if you can walk us through what that means a little bit. Absolutely. Okay. So I'll maybe start with my dieting journey before I go into my anti-dieting journey, just mm-hmm. so we've, you know, it, it kind of makes sense. We've got context. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I have been dieting for probably about 25 years, and like since my early teens. And I think that's honestly mm. pretty common. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of my family, I know lots of people have family histories of folks who were dieting. Their, you know, family culture, I guess, was, was sort of that of a diet culture. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the case, um, not with my mom, but with my dad. So he kind of struggled with his weight on and off um, throughout my childhood and teens. And he would do Weight Watchers kind of on and off. So I, mm-hmm. I saw that journey and would eat a lot of, you know, the Weight Watcher food, the rice cakes and the the chicken breast yep. crusted with cornflakes and those kind of, you know, <laughs> those yep. classic Weight Watcher recipes. Yep. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, so I've tried like every diet. I've done Weight Watchers as well. Um, Calories Mm -hmm. in, calories out. Um, What else? Low carb, low fat, cabbage soup diet, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Is that you just you just eat cabbage soup? Okay. So you you make this cabbage soup. You only eat cabbage soup for like the first couple days. And then on day three, you get to eat cabbage soup and bananas. Yummy. I know. And then day four, it's like cabbage, cabbage soup and steak. So it's just like weird combinations and you do it for a week. Okay. Anyway, obviously it doesn't work. Um, mm. So then, so what happened is I diet, you lose a bit of weight. Um, and then after the diet is done, you gain it back. And then usually a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I just thought, as people do, like, this is just, I'm a terrible failure at dieting. Like, oh man, mm, I suck. Yeah. Why, why is this happening? And so after experiencing that for you know, 25 years or so, I just, it wears on you, right? I started to get so tired Mm -hmm. of this. Like, um, is it just me or is it something with the dieting where it's not really designed to work? So those ideas kind of started percolating and I started to do Mm -hmm. a little bit of research into intuitive eating and figuring out what that is. And I thought maybe like, I'll give this a try. Um, So yeah, it was in the fall of 2020 where I started in earnest um, to do intuitive eating and to just stop dieting. So I remember talking to my husband about this, how I was going to get into it. And I said, my goal in this journey is not to lose weight. And he said, that's the first time I've ever heard you say that. And so that, yeah, that was a really profound experience. And I'm like, yeah, this is the first time that is my goal, right? Um, Mm. So when I embarked on the journey, like I, I don't do, I didn't do intuitive eating perfectly. I did kind of a mishmash of a few different approaches I saw. So I basically just stopped restricting. I ate whatever I wanted. In some approaches, this is called the refeeding period. Okay. It's kind of amazing because you literally just eat whatever and how much ever you want. So I I also think this is funny that this was, in the middle of our lose 20 and 2020 season. I know. I know. It's sort which of was perfect. Completely based on diet and restriction, basically. And and which we had varying degrees of um weight loss, mm-hmm. but mostly tension. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Anthony, if you do you remember 2020 and how that Dude, felt. I yeah. Well, I just remember feeling, what was it, like October-ish? Yeah. Like, I was just like, I'm out, dude, mm-hmm. because yep. the dumb scale thing and I was in a, a a season being based on a number and then the number yep. plays oh, into yeah. your like, identity and like our friendship 
And like it is a, I mean, it it all started as like kind of just a challenge, right, mm-hmm. for each other. Like our heart Fun, was yeah. in, in the right place for, for the sure. mo- you know, yeah. for sure. But then it the tension came when it's like when when the scale is going to define an episode and and like you're just thinking about numbers and calories all the time. Yeah, feeling mm-hmm. guilt and shame. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, for me and Stephen having to come and talk about it on the podcast. You know, just like public thing. That's hard. Uh, That's so hard. Comparison. Comparison was really big, I think, for us. I mean, I am just remembering this right now as you're talking, when you said 2020. Mm -hmm. I'm just remembering that we had a whole year on that. I mean, I I, I don't think we go back and delete that after this episode. This is part of our journey, but it's just reminding me maybe of the things that you're talking about, the, um, the ways that dieting and diet culture right yeah. i mean that's what that's what it's a lot about yeah. has i don't think i'm ready to say that it's completely bad because this is pretty new to me still okay. but i i feel like um it's pretty easy for me to look back at october november of 2020 anthony when you and i were just like this is am i exaggerating like this is coming in the way of our relationship wow. yeah i think so hmm. yeah I think so a little bit. Yep. Yep. And Anthony, just the things that you were saying, like the guilt and the shame and the comparison Mm. that comes Mm. with dieting and really Mm. focusing on those numbers, it's, it can be really harmful. Right. As Mm. you guys know. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it, it starts to make you think about food. Well, it starts to make you think about everything you put in your mouth as like bad. Yeah, exactly. So, And one of the things I kind of had to get beyond is that labeling of foods as good or bad, like putting a moral label on foods. Mm. Mm -hmm. And one of the anti-diet things is that food is neutral, like chocolate cake equals chicken breast equals celery equals Mm -hmm. a protein shake. Like it's all just food. It doesn't have a value really, or it doesn't have a, um, a moral standing. So that was really interesting yeah. to learn about. Um, hmm. Yeah, food is just morally neutral. Well, yeah, so you you chimed in around the time where we were, like when I looked back through our, through all the emails we've gotten from you over the years, one you chimed in was uh, after the um, the health halo episode. You were like, I just had to turn it off. I did. Right? It took me like three <laughs> months to listen to that episode because I was so triggered. <laughs> Um, oh man! I mean, if okay. there's an episode where we label foods as morally bad or good, it's <laughs> that one that, for sure. And the, there's a whole episode based on exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh jeez. But it's okay. Like, but it's also, okay. it's kind of a fun episode. Oh, it's hilarious. But, yeah, yes. I, yeah. For sure it is. <laughs> but yeah, it's very labeling. We yeah, we were more talking about how corporations are tri- are tricking us, right? right. Yeah. That, that right. was kind yeah. of the thrust of that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the, that is the, true. The, as I, as I was thinking about that and the health halo after you email us about that, I was like, I think it sort of works if we had done it differently, which is corporations know our horrible relationship with food. Yes. Mm. And so they make up words and lie to us to play into that moral value stuff we do with food. Right. Exactly. We weren't there in that episode. I, I feel like I'm, I'm understanding it a little bit more now. Yeah. No, I think mm-hmm. you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. They're, they're going to mm-hmm. capitalize on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So things like the food labeling, um, counting things, like you mentioned, Anthony, just being aware mm. of every single thing you put in your mouth, how many calories it has, you know, grams of carbs or fat or sugar or whatever, counting all mm-hmm. the calories and then having to plan, you know, your meals and your day and how many calories do I have left? Like it's, it takes up so much mental space and energy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's completely mm-hmm. exhausting and you have to be like hyper vigilant. And I was just sick of that too. And so mm-hmm. after, stopping restricting and stopping counting I also found that I had so much more mental space and time to focus on other things and that was really cool as well Mm. yeah okay yeah can you describe intuitive eating a little bit more I think we've used that term a couple times but so if if it's not dieting the alternative that I think the anti-diet 
movement yeah would you say yeah. it, it is is presenting is this thing called intuitive eating yes. instead of dieting can you help us understand that a little bit more for sure and so yeah intuitive eating like you say is definitely one way to um go in an anti-diet movement there are other ways but yeah for intuitive eating there's a few i guess principles that you can follow so they're basically wanting you to just like listen to your body like figure out mm your hunger cues and your fullness cues and generally eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. But sometimes if you eat when you're not hungry, like that's fine. Um, so it's, it's a mixture of honoring those cues, but also being like forgiving to yourself. If you need to, mm. you know, have a snack to make yourself feel better, you know, in a day, that's totally fine. Um, mm -hmm. And just, yeah. So making peace with food, like we talked about, like not assigning that moral value to food. Um, figuring out what sorts of food make you feel satisfied and why like do foods with higher fat contents give you more satiety well yes they do right foods with more protein mm -hmm. make you feel fuller longer so just thinking about that when you're eating in addition to just what tastes great um mm. i guess having a healthy relationship with movement is another part of it too which would be really mm. good to talk physical about movement? physical movement yeah okay. so part of diet culture is i guess being really focused on burning calories um, through movement and so mm -hmm. to be able to step back from that and just move um you know in a joyful way in a way that makes your body feel good for however long it makes it feel good that's kind of part of intuitive eating as well and then another principle is um, to just practice gentle nutrition. So you don't mm, have to be like, that? so I guess you don't have to be like 100% healthy eating, healthy in quotations, eating all the time. Uh, be kind of gentle with yourself if you have, you know, a really big meal or one day you yeah. just feel like eating an entire tub of, tub of chocolate ice cream or you go to McDonald's <laughs> and get whatever, like just be be forgiving to yourself. Like it's okay. One meal is not going to kill you. Sure. Yeah. That, yeah. that might be one of my favorite parts so far actually, okay. because um, I think, you know, looking back on the 20 and 2020 season, mm -hmm. kind of like the negative self-talk, like all the time, like I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. Why am mm -hmm. I doing this? Why am I doing like, yeah. you know, um, I think that grace for self mm -hmm. is like that. I don't know. That really, rings true for me because I mean I know uh I mean like I've talked about on the podcast a bunch of random times about how you know the fast food um addiction and eating sort of like secretly like yeah. we talked about that with our friend Brett in the addiction episode is like um you know you you do all that stuff in secret you pay mm -hmm. cash mm -hmm. you throw away the evidence in the at the gas station <laughs> And remember, you eat with the other five dudes, <laughs> like on you the vacuum way up home. The shredded lettuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay, so okay, so so there's that. I'm, I'm so I'm 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 kind of weighing these two things. Okay, okay. okay. And I, I want to say something about that when you're when you're oh, when you're done. Okay, let let's yeah yeah let's say something then because then I want to say the the other side. Okay, that I'm thinking in my head too. So what you're what I hear you saying is you're talking about a fast food addiction. Mm -hmm. And so is it addiction or is it because you're restricting fast food? Mm -hmm. Like binge eating, in quotations, emotional eating, in quotations, food mm -hmm. addiction, all of that mm -hmm. is due to restriction. So when you mm -hmm. take away that, sorry, when you take away that restriction, mm -hmm. You're no. just going to even you, you're able to eat as much as you want. And then eventually, mm -hmm. you, as you're listening to your body, you get to the spot where you're like, I only feel like fast food once in a while. And that's right. OK. You know, mm -hmm. okay. when you're refeeding, sure. maybe you go to McDonald's every day for a week and then you realize you feel <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so then you no, pare it down. Right. So that's it, a yeah. Yeah. So part of it, restriction is always part of it. So once you get rid of the restriction, okay. the rest follows. So that's as I've been, as I read the book mm -hmm. 
And then I I was kind of refreshing myself before I, I was realizing that 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 concept mm-hmm. of restriction being uh, the working against you yeah. in your journey toward health and better eating and more healthy relationship with food yeah. um, feels pretty bedrock to the whole to to, to all of this right Absolutely. like it's it, um, so I will confess to you right now I I don't. I can't see that working in my life to remove restrictions. Really? Oh no! I, no, no, I, I don't think so. Like, does how can that possibly work? If I was able to eat McDonald's every day, <laughs> or like, you, you know, there's just something like, and I'm a rules guy. Okay. Right. 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 Okay. So well, you're this also a really, seven, bro. You're like, right? You're pleasure driven seven, right? I, I know, but that's the way. Uh, that's the way I feel like I'm able to. I don't know. I, I've, I'm struggling a little bit with it. I hope okay. that's okay. Oh, that's fine. Um, this is uh, difficult is, stuff. And so uh, it's helpful for me to hear. I listened to an interview yesterday, Anthony, that you that you sent me a podcast of, about a woman that's been doing this, and. And so it's helpful for me to see you in front of us right now, Mac, as someone who's saying it works um, or it's worked for you. Um, Because if I think of a life without food restrictions, this is just personal. Mm -hmm. I am. Is it fear or is it like I just know that immediately I would go to my pantry and eat two sleeves of Oreos we're going to McDonald's tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe. How can that possibly be true that not restricting anymore would actually help me with my because once health? Yeah. Because okay, once you refeed yourself, and then you kind of plateau to like a steady state, that uh-huh. and you're really honoring your hunger and fullness cues. You're doing that really gentle nutrition. You're probably not eating two sleeves of Oreos before going to McDonald's. Um, that's the point where you get to, and you okay. and you're supposed to reach this sort of set point of your weight. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you, even as I was refeeding and everything, I didn't gain any weight. I haven't gained or lost weight in the last two years. I don't know how. Mm. It's a miracle. Wow. Yeah, oh, and I mean, wow. not that not that that is necessarily wow. like a. Uh, success or whatever it's how you define that but no but, it's, but just it's, it's to an know interesting thing. it's very interesting yeah. as a yeah as a mm-hmm. case yeah. in point as a as a as a fact mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah evidence sure. yep. mm-hmm. yeah okay so i like that idea that so the refeeding like no restriction sort of thing yeah um so i'm i'm just picturing steven what was that uh that miyazaki movie we did Oh, spirited away when those pigs are eating and those yes. people are eating and they turn into pigs. Yep. Like <laughs> oh, no. I'm just picturing spirited away. But I know how that makes me feel. Yeah. So that doesn't right. so, okay. so sure. that doesn't have anything to do with the narrative that we grew up that this food is bad, that this food is good. That's actually listening to your body. If I had McDonald's like on like on um, you know, the the supersize me movie. Mm-hmm. He actually yeah. ate McDonald's for 30 days and then felt like SHI double hockey sticks, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right? Like he felt terrible. So, you know, I could see that. And that, that happens also when we go on vacation. Um, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes there's that, that thing in the back of your mind, like, oh, I, I couldn't. Oh, I shouldn't. Oh, I couldn't. But, <laughs> but, then, but then that goes away and you're, you're with your family around the table, the Italian food or grilled food or whatever and you're just like let it all go um then we always come back and and then recalibrate right and that's not always guilt and shame based that's more just like i feel kind of like awful because i you know so i guess is that more listening to your body like i think so allowing yourself and then and then listening to your body so maybe absolutely dude steven maybe that do you do you hear do do you see what i mean like maybe that does do something yeah Mm-hmm. The, it's it's this so the, a couple of things that you said helped me mac to i i gotta tell you the first time when you when you're like stop dieting i was like that means that my brain just shuts off when it comes to food but what you were just saying was this hunger cues and fullness cues which i'm really curious about mm-hmm. figuring out which foods satisfy you mm-hmm. you said 
So that actually is like engaging my brain in a, it sounds harder. Yeah. I think, I think. Is it harder? It's harder. Than dieting? It's harder for a while, but it's, but it's also more in tune with yourself and kind Mm -hmm. of more rewarding because you're Mm -hmm. not just like Mm -hmm. following somebody else's plan and restricting, restricting, restricting. You're like getting to know yourself better. And okay. going from that. It's, yeah. It's yeah. I want cool. that for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it could be that I just don't trust myself. That could be part of it too. I mean, that could be some stuff that you, that comes up as you're doing this, right? Yeah. yeah. That could be some uncomfortable how, how stuff. How do I know if I, I've eaten so many times way beyond my hunger cue. Right. <laughs> you know? Like I'm, that's a very familiar feeling to me. Right. I don't, I don't like it later. Right. But is there a way for me to, because then I can't fall asleep. Right. I, I, I can't, I can't fit into my clothes. I'm injuring myself more when running, yeah. like those kinds of things. Yeah, exactly. Um, is it, it sounds like what intuitive eating is, is to know that you're going to feel that way yeah. later Yeah. and not eat like two extra value meals at McDonald's because you know that about yourself. Right. Is that right? Yes, exactly. So maybe just like okay. take, taking a little like mindful moment to yourself to remind yourself that this will happen in the future. And maybe this is a, I should make a different choice, but sometimes mm-hmm. go ahead and eat the two extra value meals once in a while. And that's okay too. Like it's, okay. <laughs> it's being forgiving. It's being permissive as well in balance. Yeah. I'm wondering if, Going by McDonald's, thinking it's bad, draws us to it. <laughs> I don't know. It's like this thing about like <laughs> when a parent catches their kids smoking a cigarette, and you have to hold, you have to smoke the whole pack. Yes. <laughs> and I always thought like if that ever happened to me, I would be a I would be a cigarette addict. Then that my parents would have made me a cigarette because I like <laughs> excess. <laughs> I would be so interested to see how the refeeding goes with you guys if you ever decide to try this. You, okay, I would yeah. just be delighted. Anyway. Sure. Oh, man. Two gomers refeed. Refeed. Um, <laughs> two gomers recalibrate. Um, well, oh, bro, goodness. but we refeeded after the half marathon. Remember that Indian food delight? Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but that was just for like a day or, you know. I. Yeah. I just really like this idea of food's not good or bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I yeah. know from my family of origin, just like you described at the beginning with your dad, Mac Mm -hmm. is like, I can remember from the, from being a little kid, parents on diets. Mm -hmm. I can remember, Mm -hmm. I can remember saying as a kid, why are we eating chicken again? Like, you know, I'm like a little kid. All I want is McDonald's. It's like, (laughs) and I remember saying to my parents, I'm not on a diet. I'm 10 or whatever. Like, why am I being put through this? So, like, I, I, maybe this is part of our American diet culture is, like, it's it's like in our childhood. It's in our family of origin. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. we've always seen this stuff as bad. Yeah. Um, I remember my dad doing the cabbage soup diet. Wow. 100%. Okay. Like, I remember uh, we spilled a humongous vat of, of cabbage soup in our Chevy van. Oh no! Because <laughs> like, he made a huge bat of it, maybe for somebody else. I don't know. Uh, what was that beach diet? Something beach diet? Oh, South Beach. Yeah. South Beach diet. I remember that. Okay. That book in our house. Uh, it's. Uh, the, and here's what I will say. Just like you approached us with this, mm-hmm. I don't blame anybody. No. Uh, my parent, the, no. because no. it sounds totally like, and this not. is what I got no. from the book and other things that I've written. It's like you're. Uh, there again there's so much grace in this because it's a culture that we have grown up in yes um right that kind of really took hold in like the 60s and 70s and just has it had its grip on the u.s since then yes um which is that you can make a couple changes by not eating bad stuff and you can lose weight and look like you've always wanted to Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. Exactly. It all, all of that, our families of origin, the society that Mm -hmm. we grew, it just shapes our view of food and bodies, right? 
we we can't mm-hmm. get away from it unless mm-hmm. we try really hard, right? To see the other side mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. The the thing that you said first, the, the the other thing that really is popping for me is this thing that you said to your husband, which was the the goal of this for you wasn't to lose weight. Yes. And that seems like it was kind of the the turning point or the yeah, the that that was a lot different for you. Yes, definitely. Which is also maybe a place that I'm not feeling at home in yet because that's always been what it is. Of course, that's always the goal, right? So within mm-hmm. yeah, in in like I said, in the culture, in the society, you have to be thin. You're always wanting to lose weight because that's what the diet culture promotes, right? That's how you mm-hmm. um, signal to everyone else that you're healthy or that you're morally mm-hmm. virtuous, right, is mm-hmm. by your thinness. Mm-hmm. Society tells you that you should be spending the money and the time and the energy on shrinking your body. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. just that's the socially acceptable thing to do, right? So to kind of buck that is is really difficult. It takes a long time to get your mind around it. Did, did that happen right away for you? How long did that take for you to probably about embrace? A, a, probably about a year. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's, so it's real it tough. makes sense that I'm not there right no. now, I guess. Right? Yeah. It's just like. It's uncomfortable okay. for the first while. Uh-huh. For sure it is. But then I found once I started kind of opening my mind up to those ideas, like that all bodies are good regardless of their size. Mm. And and their health status, regardless of that, they're good as well. And they're deserving of kindness mm-hmm. and dignity. Yeah. And yeah, kind of the more like media and books and whatever I consumed around that, the easier it became to accept my own body the way mm-hmm. it is. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. to not want mm-hmm. to lose weight, to know that I didn't need to lose weight in order to be better. That sounds like a really peaceful place to be. It is. That sounds. Yeah, and you feel like you're there. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really curious. Yeah, I do feel like I'm there. It's wow. Yeah. There are things that come up still. Sure. That challenge that. But I'm so far, I've always been able to get back to that place. And it is really okay. nice. And I've mm-hmm. started to be able to like stand up to myself, to my family of origin or whatever, you know, to, to kind of mm-hmm. tell to spread the message that all bodies are okay and this is why and like this is some of the research behind it and so that's mm-hmm. kind of been good too yeah I, okay. I i'm i guess as we've been thinking about this for the last couple of weeks thinking about recording with you i'm just i've been taking stock of like the amount of times we get together and feel bad about eating like holidays where it's like you know what don't make that special thing this year because i'm on a diet mm-hmm. right you know what i mean like Think yeah. about, um, I mean, Stephen, like, think about the, the time we did no carb Thanksgiving. Oh. Remember that? Oh, no. Remember that, bro? <laughs> Come on. I mean, first of all, that's just dumb. But <laughs> that was also, so like, dumb. <laughs> why, why would we choose? But it is, I, I, I take your point, Anthony. It's like the, the relationship with food is so um, black and white or unhealthy in that way that it affects gatherings it affects yeah. relationships it affects um special times celebrations I, I i really i see all that yeah and and i just i just don't see how it worked for me it can it, <laughs> it can really suck the joy and the pleasure and the fun yeah. out of eating yeah. and out of moving yeah. as well sure I, yeah and and i don't know and maybe it won't work for you and that and that's okay but I, it's here, something here's, to think about. here's the thing that here's the thing that draws me to it most, yeah. Mackenzie, is seeing how happy you are. Thanks. So, mm. like, which is the goal, right? Yeah. Contentment with your life and who you are, yeah. healthy relationships, not only with people but with the world around you. Yeah. Um, appreciation for other people and where they're at, mm-hmm. and so then like me shrinking i loved it that you said that because it's not losing it's like that's like a you're you're like phrasing that in a way that sounds negative to lose weight i never thought of it before you (laughs) should be able to take up space as a person right 
your body mm. and your ideas and your values and your personality, you shouldn't have to shrink that to fit some sort of societal mm. box. Mm. Sure. Anyway. Which might be different 10 years from now or 20 yep. years from now or a, a century ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. The, the, the practicalities maybe are what freak me out. Okay. That's fair. I mean, even Anthony, you said like when you said when you thought when you saw, oh no, diet, great. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I said this to, before we started recording. Yeah, I listened to a couple of podcasts on the way or like this last week about this, and I, um, that's just that's my five wing. I gotta gotta learn and research. And I was just like, dude, I want to go to uh, yeah, I want to do the refeeding now. Let's go. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, it it is a cool thought experiment. And I, mm-hmm. you're so inspirational to us right now. I love it. Thank you. The thought experiment of being comfortable in your body, like even taking five mm-hmm. minutes to like breathe and think about what that would feel like, mm-hmm. um, to feel no shame. Um, uh, and then, so that first of all would be amazing. And then to mm-hmm. feel a completely healthy relationship with food, um, right. is as another thought experiment, um, where, uh, somebody offers, you know, somebody brings in baked goods to work. And instead of being like, oh, I couldn't, uh, but then eating McDonald's on the way home, you know right. what I mean? Like, because you were, you said no, but then you're like, well, I'm still hungry. Yeah. Um, and now, now and you're by yourself. Yeah. So you can do it. Or I'm going to rebel against that decision I made earlier, or I'm going to reward myself for that decision. Right. That right. I and made so it's earlier. not honoring right. the person that made this cool thing out of love. Yeah. I mean, Aaron talks mm-hmm. about that often um, with, uh, you know, people at school is the amount of times people bring in special treats. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole mm-hmm. Seinfeld episode about it actually with Elaine, but where people bring in special treats and nobody eats them, right? Because right. everybody, this is me at work too. Everybody's watching their weight. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like you bring in our fun family recipe, nobody eats it. And that like feels really bad for the person that made it. Of course. Uh, I, th- I feel like for for me, this is kind of, Still, even though I read the book a couple months ago, I feel like I've been thinking about this for a little while. Mm-hmm. Having you on kind of brought it back into my life, and I've been thinking about it and struggling with it. And like, aren't restrictions good? Is one thing I've been thinking about. Like, if if there were no traffic lights, everybody would crash. And you know, there's that like societal. We can't all not have restrictions. It would be anarchy. It's like it's like but back also steakhouse, no rules, just right. right exactly but also like personally could i could i release some unhealthy restrictions on food without then just going nuts in other areas of my life i mean there's a reason why people have to have restrictions on their alcohol consumption or or smoking cigarettes Mm -hmm. or or other things like i guess one thing that i keep that i'm worried about Mm -hmm. is like I restrict myself from sitting on the couch by going running. Right. There are rules I set on my life. I think those are good, but I'm not sure if that fits with this, the concept of how this, um, this movement looks at restrictions. Does that make any sense? I could cut this out if this is just all ridiculous stuff, but it does. And that's really interesting. I think this is, like it's pretty specific to food, but also movement. So what you're right. what you're okay. saying about those rules around like anti-couch sitting time or going running is mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that fits with it, to be honest. Okay. But if that works for you, keep freaking mm-hmm. doing it. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I'm, I think I'm so intrigued. That's that that's all I know. I'm really intrigued. Okay. I can can you maybe give I'm I'm sure other listeners are intrigued right okay. now. Is there a place for people to start learning more about this or is there a first step you would suggest in moving toward this and moving out of diet culture? Yes. So um, those the intuitive eating book that you had mentioned, there's also um, there's a book called Anti-Diet by Christy Harrison. But if you're not wanting to read an entire book, just look Mm. up Christy Harrison anti-diet on Google. She's a good website, just kind of summarizes a few points. Great. And there's also the F it diet by Caroline Dooner, which is, which is also good. (laughs) 
So, okay. so those are some diet. starting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got the term refeeding. I love it. Um, yeah. So those are some good starting points. And there's some really good podcasts out there and Instagram accounts. If you just search like anti-diet, um, mm-hmm. there's some really good anti-diet dietitians as well that you can follow. And they, of course, know the research and everything behind it. So that that's right. always helpful to to know that it's coming from a place of science and not just somebody's you know imagination. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would start yeah. following those those folks. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Anthony, any any other thoughts about this before we close up? I'm just thinking about sort of the insanity, it, like the the word insanity kind of kept coming to me, which is <laughs> that what's for 15 years we've been doing the same sort of cycle, and isn't that <laughs> insanity right i mean we also That's did right, insanity yeah. didn't we do insanity or <laughs> we did do insanity for a little while um but, but it's like this yo-yo Sean T, this, i think his name was. it's the, it's it's the yo-yo and it it seems like this would be a cool way to learn to maybe step out of that because i know more mm-hmm. than anything uh, i would rather have a healthy relationship with food and be comfortable and at peace you know in in my own skin Yep. For sure. I think this has been this has been really helpful, especially like the like I said, the speaking to yourself with grace, like the way that you yeah. would never speak yeah. to anybody else. You, you still yeah. talk to yourself mm-hmm. that way. So changing that was yeah. a big one. Yeah. The gentle eating. Awesome. I love that. For sure. Anthony mm-hmm. brought up just a couple of really, really salient points right at the end here is mm-hmm. one of the things is the yo-yoing. Right. Like mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. say, you guys have kind of been doing this for 15 years on and off up and down yeah. and mm-hmm. that that has a name it's called weight cycling and it's mm. actually really harmful to your health like oh. that is maybe even more harmful than just staying at a sustained weight even if that's a higher weight so that's something to consider like lo- losing, losing, a lot of and gaining, and gaining losing and gaining losing and gaining and lo- bad for you physically it is bad for you like for your blood pressure mm. your heart rate your cholesterol your insulin resistance your stress wow. your mental health it's, it's really bad for that and also mm. just the underlying point is that dieting works for almost no one. So wow. it's not just you guys. It's not just me. It's like 95% of people. And the diet industry knows that. So just it's it's not just us, right? So you've got like okay. a billion dollar, billion, billions and billions and billions of dollar industry built off of stuff that doesn't work. Yes. Cool. I mean, it's pretty convincing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I can't deny that it's been a yo-yo for me. You know, sometimes you just have to come back anecdotally to your own experience. Yeah. I, I believe you when you say the 95% it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Because I don't really know many people where a diet has worked and stuck for their whole lives. No. And like you're saying, Anthony... 15 years we're still trying to figure it out and it's that's just on the podcast (laughs) right before then we were we were on our own trying to figure it out and it's just the bad food stuff is still there the guilt and the shame are still there yeah in our in our mid 40s like so something about that's not working maybe we should try something else that's that's getting out of the insanity bro Yep. Something to think about. All right. Well, thank hmm. you for having me on. This has been no awesome. problem. Yeah. Nation, we want to hear from you. What you think about all this? Are is it is it? Are you feeling a little bit like me, where it's a little culture shock? That's what it feels like. Hey. Okay, I identified it. It's like when I go to a different country, I'm like, you're eating what? <laughs> or you're you're driving on what side of the road? That's what it's feeling like my right, right now. Not bad. Yeah. It's just shock. Um, <laughs> Nation, we want to hear what you think about this. There's a lot of great ways to contact us. The best way is go to our Instagram, Two Gomers, and you can find our link tree in the bio with a ton of links there and ways that you can contact us. You could also call us or leave us a text. Is that what you would say? Leave us a text? Do people say that? Text Send us. us a text. Send. <laughs> text us. That number is? 608-622-7669. That's 608-NBA-PONY. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to right now if you want more of the Gomers. Hey, go back to those 10th anniversary episodes that we've been talking so much about uh, at the end of 2018. You can get a taste of the Gomers figuratively there, and then you can go back to the beginning. Um, Subscribe on the bonus disc. 
That's our Patreon, where you can get all sorts of extra episodes, including new episodes of Perfect Movie every month and other episodes, depending on what level you give. Thank you to Davis for our music, Jason and Eric for our graphics, Adam, our webmaster, Annie, our social media guru, and thank you so much, Mackenzie, for guesting. Thanks for sending that email, for being bold, for answering my rhetorical question. <laughs> You're welcome. It was my pleasure. Thanks, you guys, for having me. I think it was a great app. Super fun, man. Thanks so much, Mac. And remember, everybody, if we can do this, if we can overcome, if we can learn new things, talk to awesome new people, mm -hmm. you can too. And happy running. <laughs>